Hello and welcome to this episode of Moola Talks. We are your hosts Ritu Prasad and Meeta Gupta and together we invite you to travel this journey of attaining financial freedom with us. So what do we want from you? As a woman, we want you to take charge of your own life and feel financially independent and secure. And if that is your goal, then join us in this exciting and fulfilling journey towards your own financial awareness and well-being. In this podcast, we will be having conversations around mindsets that we as women have had over years of social conditioning, our fears about money, the power dynamics that managing money brings, and as a result, the financial challenges, mistakes, and decisions that we as women make. We will also be talking about how we can gradually overcome these challenges and start being aware of our own finances and managing them with more confidence and ease. This is a Moola Talks podcast and now let's begin today's episode. In the last episode, Meeta we talked about the early years, hai na? Right. The biases and the social conditioning that women grow up with. In today's episode, let's talk about the next milestone, which is marriage. Let's talk about a woman's journey post marriage, her career, her life as a wife and as a daughter-in-law. So, are there any norms or stereotypes or expectations from a woman regarding her career or her marriage? What do you think? Well, I can only talk from my experience probably that जब मेरी शादी होने वाली थी सो वेन आई वॉज अबाउट टू लिटरली गेट मैरिड आई वॉज वर्किंग इन डेली एंड बिकॉज माई हजबेंड वॉज वर्किंग इन बॉम्बे आई आस्ट फॉर माई फॉर अ ट्रांसफर फ्रॉम माई जॉब एंड दे गेव मी अ ट्रांसफर एंड सो येस आई शिफ्ट टू मुंबई बट दिस कॉस्ट मी माई प्रोमोशन ऋतु यू नो आई मीन आई वॉज ड्यू फॉर अ प्रोमोशन and because i shifted to bombay they said no now we can't promote you you're in a new place so sorry uh, this promotion will go to somebody else and i really remember i felt horrible about it that this was something it is so unfair it's due to me and i was really making a compromise right i mean i imagine i shifted from delhi to mumbai and my to be husband like continues with his job in wherever he is and he's in a happy place and i remember i didn't even make any fuss about it i just internalized it to myself made peace with it and despite the fact that i it actually cost me my promotion meeta the same way that when you gave up your uh, job the prestigious job you got after your mba in mumbai and you shifted to delhi because your parents said ki now you know you know you need to spend time with us and all of that so same way right Absolutely, it's like always the no fuss girl, right? Yeah. What about you? Arey, I, you, if you remember, I used to be in love with this whole advertising world. I was working in an advertising agency before my marriage in Delhi, and I mean, before marriage, advertising was my life goal. कि ये ही करना है भाई और कुछ नहीं करना. And earlier, even in college, I used to go from agency to agency and do freelance projects for. O&M and Lintas and all of that. Then after that, when the marriage got fixed and all, and it was an arranged marriage, earlier I was working almost fourteen to sixteen hours in the agency. So everybody like, "Ki shaadi ke baad to ye nahi chalega." Like my parents also said, and they have a full-fledged business, so you know, it'll if you'll hardly be at home, you'll be only in office. So how does that even work? So. 
you know, I mean, I just said, yeah, yeah, it won't work and all. And I just quit my job. And on the assurance that I'll kind of join their business, which was finance, which I had no, I mean, I had no fascination for. So, because at that time, everything was revolving around what is feasible, what is not feasible after marriage kind of a scene. I mean, I did kind of the same stupid mistakes that you did. So then, to, but later to you started a restaurant, right? So how did that happen then? Yeah, but I mean, because I wanted to work. So I started finding avenues because I had given up advertising and then joining them in their business didn't work out really. So then I started looking for options. And though, I mean, it, it, to be fair, I did start my entrepreneurial journey, but it wasn't a choice which I made happily and willingly. I mean, it was a circumstantial choice to sacrifice something that you really love. I mean, come to think of it, which guy makes that compromise? Batao. Then these things are so undervalued, na? Because these, because we are so used to making these sacrifices time and again that we consider it normal. Yeah, seriously. Woman because you know, Meeta, I think there is, I mean, maybe it's not everybody's story and it's my story, but I feel that there is a lot of pressure around this whole thing post marriage, you know. 100%. I think for women, at least, that marriage is the most important thing in their life and everything else is secondary. And we, as women, we internalize it and pressurize it. I think we lose track of everything. What is our life going to be after marriage? I don't think we even think what our life is going to be after marriage. It's like marriage becomes the goalpost. And everything else is like, let's job. So I think the whole pressure on women is so much more. I in fact wonder whether the guys actually face such pressures. No, I don't think so. I think for them it's like first you settle down and then figure out about your marriage etc. But I think neither thankfully things are changing now. Women are becoming more in charge of themselves. So like they they are very practical and they say that without marriage, this is the quality of my life. Now with marriage, what is this other person going to be adding to my life? What is the value that he's going to bring to the table? So once these questions come to your head, then at least there is some rationality and logic to your future decisions. Regarding marriage, regarding career, you know. I'm so glad that these kind of conversations and at least thoughts are coming to today's generation and to women now before marriage and at the time of marriage. Because I think it's so important, Ritu, because ultimately it's their life, right? It's it's like, I mean, I'll really say that life begins after marriage. It doesn't end after marriage. And for most women, life, actually, they think ki, now that we are married, now it's, you know, life is over. But I think life actually starts at that time. And in fact, I was, I remember I was talking to a young girl. I was telling her that, listen, now that you've studied and you've finished your college and everything, focus on finding the right guy for yourself. Don't leave that job probably to your parents. Yeah, you're right. But I would say that while women are becoming more aware of what they want out of a marriage and maybe out of also their to be husbands, 
but even now meeta the balancing act between family and career rests largely on the woman's shoulder like i was reading about indra nui and she said that her mother told her that she's not at a she's not a ceo at home and she needs to leave that ceo crown in the garage when she before she enters the house because once she enters the house then she's a wife she's a daughter in law and she's a mother and the caregiving role and the balancing act are a woman's domain there are no discussions about it it's a given and nothing has changed about that i mean i think very little has changed like you said ki shaadi ho gayi अब बैलेंस होता है तो कंटिन्यू करो नहीं होता तो छोड़ दो विच इज वॉट यू डेड राइट एंड आई थिंक इट्स लाइक कंसिडर्ड अ प्रिविलेज फॉर वेमेन इफ दे कैन परस्यू देर करियर दैट इज ऑफ देर ओन चॉइस रिमेम्बर इन दैट मूवी दिल धड़कने दो वेन देर ऑल सिटिंग एंड प्रियंका चोपड़ा हजबेंड इज बोस्टिंग एंड सेंग दैट यू नो आई अलाउड हर टू वर्क इवन दो नो बडी इन आर नो वुमन इन आर फैमिली हैड वर्क एवरीबडी इज लुकिंग एट हिम एंड सेंग रियली and you know that guy farhan akhtar says what does that even mean that you allowed her to work and he says you know you know what i'm saying you know and that whole embarrassing thing that i mean yeah we know what you're saying you just said that you allowed your wife to work and that you are a great man yeah we understood what you said seriously the great men who allow their women to work <laughs> but you know what actually it's true that women land up lose a lot of women i mean i if only i can generalize to say i think a lot of women do lose their identities and try to adjust and fit into everyone's expectations and because of which they've like totally lost what their own self identity is yeah because there's always compromise sacrifice adjustment anyway moving on this is the story of a lot of women at home but what is your perspective on workplace environment for working women do they feel workplace bias is it real i think it really is for real ritu like again let me give you my example when i was in working way back in a bank and when i used to leave office at i remember at 7 o'clock right i mean the office hours were like 9 to 6 and i used to be mostly leaving office at about 7 o'clock and i was staying very far away so i was staying about an hour away from home and then at home i had to take care of the house in terms of you know cooking or doing all of those things and when i used to leave office at 7 o'clock all these male guys were like young bachelors or people who or even married men who have their wives at home and whose wives are not working very casually say look at their watches and then say oh half day imagine so and of course then uh, there is this whole undertone all the time ki bhai you know tum to job karti ho for pleasure so tumhara husband to earn kar hi raha you people work only because you know you have nothing better to do so it's like a secondary thing why do you people need money your husbands are earning na no i mean i remember in this uh, in this series four more shots please there is this lawyer anjana played by that actor kirti so she's very successful very bright all of that and she's denied a promotion and she doesn't participate in these after office hour drinking sessions with colleagues and bosses so she's not able to move ahead and when she questions and says that you know but i got these clients to the firm and all um, nobody listens so she ultimately quits because you know she is not part of that whole inner male club 
so as to say yeah so same right all these men kind of stay back till 11 o'clock or go uh, drinking or binging or whatever and women have to go back home because they have to take care of their kids or the, you know they have to see that cooking has to be done or all those things right the women's chores remain women's chores in fact i remember again a mula tribe member who i was talking to the other day and she tells me that uh, young mother ha huh? so she just had uh, she delivered a baby and then she went back to her office after her maternity leave and uh, promotion was actually due to her right same like my case probably and here she had taken a maternity leave and a promotion was due to her and a salary increase was due to her and uh, she went to her boss and said uh, this is what it's due to me and so i've come for that and he says listen we've anyway incurred enough costs for you because of your maternity leave and i don't think you're entitled to a salary increase right now can you imagine how unfair is that yeah i mean and meeta then there are things like this she's a woman so she won't be able to stay back late she won't be able to handle the pressure because there's also the family thing happening on the side oh she'll get pregnant and leave or you know if nothing else she's too pretty to be smart yeah so so many biases because of which even women don't get jobs and that's why they, these women i think as women i mean i know for myself also we latch on to our jobs like dear life ki you know we'll be replaced very quickly so we have so many insecurities that are built into our heads and i guess you that's why you uh, most mostly women are on a back footing because of these reasons how does money dynamics work when both husband and wife are earning who runs the house who saves who invest i mean there are no rules i know that but i'm just saying generally like in our generation i mean while i think right now things are changing but in our times it was more and i mean i'll again probably say my story that despite the fact that i'm i was working i left it to my husband to take care of the family finances right and and i think as women again something which i've been seeing because of my tribe members and a lot of people that i talk to they like what do you want money for you want money to basically take care of your expenses right it's not the job of the woman to do the financial planning or look at money from a 30000 feet point of view in fact i was just talking to my tribe members yesterday only and i remember having this discussion and said that you know we kind of discuss each other with each other about our finances but a overall perspective about money really is something which mostly men tend to have right so that's something which i have seen time and again that women leave that job to the men of their house yeah it's like ki ha mere it's like that famous diwar dialogue na ki bhai tumhare paas bangla hai gaadi hai tumhare paas kya hai he says mere paas maa hai now here we we are used to saying that okay yeah we've got money we've got this we've got that do you have access to money do you have this do you have that so the answer is nahi bhai mere paas mera pati hai he looks after everything मेरे पास मेरा पति है बट द करंट जेनरेशन हैविंग सेट दैट सीम्स मोर सैवी इन टर्म्स ऑफ मैनेजिंग देयर मनी एंड देयर एक्सपेंसेस आई हैड अ कॉन्वर्सेशन विद अ फ्रेंड हु सन जस्ट गॉट मैरिड बोथ हस्बैंड बोथ द सन एंड हिज वाइफ आर वर्किंग एंड शी टोल्ड मी दैट and we were discussing that how does it work so she said you know they both have individual accounts their salary comes into that and then they have a joint account where they 
pre-agreed on the amount depending on their expenses. So they, from their individual account, put that much money into the joint account. That takes care of all their expenses, etc. of the house and maybe some extra money there. And from their individual account, they have the flexibility. They can save, they can spend, no questions asked, you know. So I think it's very efficient and a perfect way to kind of look at how money dynamics can work and should work. I think that's so incredible. I think today's generation is getting far smarter than us. And I think it's really good. This is a brilliant way, right, Ritu, where, I mean, you have a joint account for common funds and common purposes. And then you also have your individual accounts, which you can use for your own, whatever you want to do with it, right? My money kind of thing. But what do you think about women or family? What is the family dynamics in case of women who are not working? What do you think about those people? So I think we touched it on in our last episode, this issue. But in today's time, when especially divorces are happening left, right and center, it becomes very important for women to have financial security. So if they are not earning, there has to be some way to make them financially secure. Yeah, I agree. Because you know what these, I mean, for most women who are not earning, the way it happens, I think, is that the person who's earning, whether it's the husband or whatever, gives a little bit of money to the woman to manage the house. And it's like whether there's a budget or not. But yeah, she's given certain amount of money to manage the house and take care of her own expenses. And she works around that, right? I mean, she really doesn't have any financial security of her own. And so because of that, she's pretty much dependent on her husband. And if, God forbid, later in life, you know, for any reason, like you said, divorces happen. And so if something happens like that, then she's like, totally, she has nothing for herself. Probably whatever, if if she gets some alimony, that's her only reprieve at that time. Yeah, it's pretty much like free labor. And then zero you know and because they are so much dependent financially on their husbands i guess that is also the reason for abusive marriages what is the option you know it's very important mita for women to have a relationship with money early on in their lives i agree it is so important right i mean discussions like these should actually happen between with parents really you know a kid before a daughter before getting married should actually talk to her parents about how her financial security will be created and these discussions should also be had with the spouse after marriage especially if the wo- woman is ceasing to work because she's going to now they're now going to have a family together or any of those things then the woman should have this discussion that how will my financial security be protected in fact i have a cousin who used to work before marriage and then after marriage also continued for a couple of months and once they planned a kid and all she stopped working however she has an individual account And earlier also money used to come to that account when she was working. When she stopped working, the understanding between her and her husband was that there will be an X amount of money which will come to her account every month from her husband's salary. And, you know, because that is the money that she needs for her own financial security. That's not the money for the house expense. That's her money. And yeah, I mean, I thought 
that wow i mean this is really nice yeah it's a sensible thing to do right she's thinking about her financial security and they're having a discussion about it before that step of leaving their jobs is you know taken by the woman and i'll give you another example which was probably the exact opposite here here there was this woman who was earning a good amount of money and uh, she left her job again for the same because she was going to be having a kid and they decided that uh, she should leave her job between the 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 husband and the wife they took that call but what she did and i think that was something probably really wrong that she did from my perspective is that she, all her money she put into mutual funds with her husband being the primary holder of that mutual fund and imagine later this is the same woman who came to me and she said that she's now going through a divorce and uh, she said that you know what i my own money is not mine because it's now uh, i've made my husband the primary holder of these all my investments at this time see imagine uh, think about this woman 10 years later she has lost all her proficiency in terms of her skills to do a job she's not going to be you know the job market is not going to accept her she has no money of her own and she has at least 30 to 40 years of her life to live and what do you do at a stage like this if you know if your husband for whatever reason is a crook or whatever and is not uh, ready to give you money yeah absolutely absolutely so i think we've had a very interesting discussion ritu what do you think yeah so let me summarize what we talked today i think our topic of discussion was more in terms of how women make first of all marriage a big milestone in their lives and they are willing to adapt and mold which is okay but uh, from our perspective the finance is something that they should be willing to look at before and after marriage because they have to give themselves priority be it a working woman or a homemaker they cannot leave their financial security to someone else so now guru meeta in the end of today's episode what is the moola mantra you would like to give our listeners So yes I think what I will like to tell every woman is to take charge of her own financial security and her financial well-being from the very beginning of her independent life and not leave this important part of her life to somebody else to manage it for her like simple things like creating an emergency fund with at least 6 months of expenses to which she has access is a hugely critical thing for every woman and if i think for my listeners here today if you as a woman hasn't already done that if you don't already have an emergency fund which you can access which is for 6 months then you should start doing that sooner rather than later and that is why at moola our attempt is to empower women and make them financially aware so that they can start taking charge to financially secure themselves and are confident and are in charge of their own lives dear listeners if you wish to begin your first step towards your financial independence then i invite you for my masterclass in this masterclass i will share with you my signature slim framework to attain financial freedom I will also share with you three money myths that you need to break away from and also some practical steps to grow your money and attract abundance in your lives. Three, two, one, yeah! Thank you so much for joining us today. 
We hope that you are taking back for yourself some financial wisdom. To keep learning more about Moola in a simple, fun and non-jargon way, follow this podcast. And if you like any part of what we do, please leave a 5-star rating on your podcast listening app. Also, feel free to connect with us on our Instagram handle at Moola for Women or personally with either of us over LinkedIn to share about your financial journey. We would love to hear them. So signing off with what Rosie and Barr says, the thing that women have yet to learn is that nobody gives you power. You just take it. So yes, let's give ourselves the permission to empower ourselves. That's all for today. Thank you once again for being here. And sayonara until we will meet you again in the next episode.